You're listening to Brand to Brand, the marketing show. With your hosts, Thomas Sterling. This is the future. This is where everything goes. And Veronica St. Cyr. Why the hell would anybody buy this? An unfiltered conversation on brand strategy. And it worked like crazy. Marketing trends. I think they're in again. And emerging technology. There's going to be big impacts here. You're excited. I'm pumped. (laughs) All right. Let's kick things off. Here we are again in the four walls that we make the music that is this podcast. The music. I mean, it is audio. That's true. There's yeah, some, there's for video. someone, it's this cinematic. Is, if they're hearing this like music, good on you. <laughs> we often think about marketing. We think about these big corporate campaigns that we see on TV, radio, billboards, etc. But today, we're going to be talking about how the government uses this same technology. <laughs> The government has the technology. Yeah. My tinfoil hat is forming. (laughs) How the government uses this technology to market to us. And if you think about it, all 50 states, they're all competing for our attention, Mm. for our tourism, for business, economic development, where people are going to bring those fabulous corporate headquarters, jobs, jobs, jobs. I mean, it's a really interesting lean. And Mm. I think there's a lot we could take away as marketers looking at what states and communities are doing in their marketing and advertising. What are your thoughts on this, V? I mean, following the pandemic, more and more states are starting to launch or maybe shift and relaunch marketing campaigns. We're seeing funds made available through federal grants that are making their way down from the state level to the local level. So you're seeing individual communities, towns and cities start to launch branding campaigns for economic development and tourism. Maybe it's recouping some funds that were lost during the pandemic, or maybe you have people who understand marketing who are working in some of these communities, which is super cool. And hey, we're in the US, so our country looks majorly different from coast to coast or border to border. And with these funds now readily available, as well as a shifting demographic profile of who's working in local government and a rise of millennials in the workforce, we are now seeing campaigns like we've never seen them before. And with that, let's get into it. It's a little bit of shake and then fake. Shake and fake. That's our nickname. Yeah, you can hear it. So, Tennessee or New Hampshire, what are you going to be? Well, I used to live in New Hampshire, so I have to take New Hampshire. All right. Here we go. I love a Nashville hot chicken sandwich from time to time. (laughs) (laughs) Country music, you know, may not be my favorite form of music, but man, is Nashville a destination worth visiting. It most certainly is that. Well, tell me a little bit about New Hampshire. Well, most folks probably would guess this, that tourism is a huge industry. It's the second largest for the Granite State. It's known for the mountains, uh, the lakes region, moose really good skiing snowboarding moose? come on everyone Every, so much of the new hampshire gear has a moose on it yep you know that classic mm-hmm. look family friendly fun it's part of a very well branded new england already i mean they they cheer along with the boston sports so we have that in common they have 48 4000 footers in the state of New Hampshire, it's pretty cool. Uh, home to Mount Washington, the highest peak in the northeastern U.S., and part of the Appalachian Trail. So when you think New Hampshire, you think those scenic landscape shots. It is really an outdoor destination. They put the new in New England. 
That's true. We should edit this out though so they don't steal that. <laughs> they can have it. They can have it. Tennessee is strong from a brand mm-hmm. perspective around music, right? You have the Country Music Hall of Fame, uh, Nashville, Memphis, their historic music destinations. People go there to start and launch their careers. Mm-hmm. Food, Nashville hot chicken sandwich, which I, I feel like a little while ago wasn't on every menu. Now it's yeah. everywhere. It's literally everywhere. They branded the crap out of that. And it's not as spicy as it actually is in Nashville. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's also very well known for its whiskey. Jack Daniels is made in Tennessee. I mean, Chris Stapleton's most popular song, Tennessee Ooh, Whiskey. That is a good song. It's a smooth one. <laughs> <laughs> it's also known for outdoors and nature. I don't think they're pushing that maybe as hard as New Hampshire, <laughs> NASCAR. Not. And one of the reasons we decided to do this episode, I saw one of their TV spots and it was incredible. And honestly, they did a poor job actually posting it online because you could not find it anywhere. But it was fabulous. And it touted all of those really important things that we know about the brand, but also some things that we don't necessarily think about. In some cases, some of the innovation and things that are happening in Tennessee that, you know, maybe aren't a core part of our brand profile. But Digging back through, I actually found a TV spot from the 80s, and man, has their brand evolved. (laughs) (laughs) And in this case, it really just focuses on the music. come well, yeah i know we'll, we'll play whatever you want to hear <laughs> well what's fascinating about this is i also used to work in country radio and so many of the up-and-coming artists that we would start to feature on the country stations got their start in nashville and they would go to nashville and they would ghost write for famous artists spoiler alert a lot of the artists that you like don't write their own music some of us maybe know that sorry if your bubble just popped <laughs> but you would have artists who they would write their songs and they would be trying to make it on their own but then you want to make some money you're going to play on the on the nashville strip you can't play original music that is like how it works you can only play covers so what i think about when i hear the campaign we're playing your song is walk down the street in nashville you're gonna hear your favorite song Mm. because that's all we're playing There are incredibly talented people there playing covers and every single bar on the strip has the music you want to hear. It definitely does. So they absolutely deliver on that. That and cowboy boots. There's a lot of those. (laughs) sell those. (laughs) And so obviously music has been a core part of their roots, but as they've evolved their marketing message, they've tried to pepper in all of the other great things that they really want you to know the brand for. What's a Tennessee vacation? It starts off like any road trip. And then, boom, adventure and thrills everywhere you look, which happens to be some of the most beautiful scenery in the country. Music here, history there, and all kinds of green in between. It's all right here in Tennessee. We're playing your song. For a free vacation guide, visit tnvacation.com. So they haven't ditched that they're playing yeah. your song. They are literally still playing your song. But it just sounds like a Ford commercial now. That's true. And that's 11 years old now. The the one they just recently came out with, which they have not put anywhere. So PSA, put it somewhere, <laughs> uh, is even better. And I think does a really good job of showcasing the history, but also the innovation of what's happening there. Because in so many ways, they don't just want you to visit. They want you to move your business there and move your life there. And for those of you who might already have moved 
moved your life to New Hampshire. <laughs> With New Hampshire's <laughs> Discover Your New campaign, they targeted well, with this with this creative people who already lived in New Hampshire. So it was a targeted campaign just to residents saying, hey, you already live here. You should vacation here as well. Want to play the clip? Yeah. Sometimes we forget we live in one of the most beautiful states in the country. This summer, vacation right here and discover your new. This is where it all begins. What I find fascinating about this is they utilize the same footage and assets and all of the creative without the VO, and then it's targeted to a wider audience of not just residents, but beyond to try to drive people to visit New Hampshire. And we've all experienced the opportunity of being a tourist in our own city or our own state. You forget all the great things that are right in your backyard. It's like us being near Boston. Like, how, when was the last time you went to a Sox game? That's true. Although I have had friends visiting re- recently, and so I have had the opportunity to tour guide them around. Isn't that the but best? It, you are like, oh my God, why do we never do this? <laughs> I love this Discover Your New campaign. I think New Hampshire has really hit the nail on the head here because it resonates so well with their existing residents as well as the people that they want to attract. And they are putting this marketing message everywhere. You're seeing it out of home. You're seeing it in wraps in Boston on the near the MTA and billboards. They are absolutely hitting you with this message to say, hey, you know what? Why don't you come on and visit? We're right there. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we got it all. And it, it definitely is a more exciting take on some of the maybe older, very typical three-word stay, work, play. That is a separate mm. nonprofit uh, in New Hampshire. And honestly, they're doing really great work. But there is a movement right now to try to attract and retain young people, specifically in the state of New Hampshire, because they leave. They go off to college. They you know, New Hampshire's all they've known and they're going on to greener pastures. Although I'd argue New Hampshire is a lot of green pastures. <laughs> I actually went to a NHPR at a brewery, had this event and talked about and had a panel discussion about what the state can do to retain and draw people to come to New Hampshire because it is a big problem for the local economy to not have that new workforce. And it's surprising because you would think due to affordability, there's people that are pushed out of Massachusetts into New Hampshire and there's a lot of major brands and organizations Mm. that reside in New Hampshire for tax reasons and otherwise. But if the demographic profile of the state is not necessarily getting younger and they're having trouble retaining, then that's a really important Mm -hmm. challenge. Mm -hmm. Definitely a problem that they're setting out to try to solve. And Tennessee is doing a lot of interesting digital marketing. In fact, on YouTube, if you search for certain things, certain keywords, you actually get hit with a landing page and an ad for don't just make history, master it in Tennessee. Really leaning into the profile of businesses that are winning in Tennessee and driving innovation, talking about some of the great geographic benefits of Tennessee, how close and quickly you can be to Chicago, D.C., etc., and showcasing the type of innovation that's happening right in their backyard. New Hampshire has this as well. It's not as sexy as the Tennessee <laughs> landing page. And they're using the three word move, start, grow. What's great about both of these states is what they're doing to not just attract tourism, but also what they're doing to attract business and how they're trying to reach existing residents to stick around. Ultimately, 
I think one thing that Tennessee maybe has over New Hampshire is it's become one of the top bachelorette party <laughs> destinations. Okay, I went to a bachelorette party in the mountains in New Hampshire. So, one story. How much music was there? Was there enough music? Zero. Zero music. <laughs> well, economic development proponents often say bachelorette and bachelor parties are actually really valuable moments in someone's life where they're considering maybe it's time for a change. Maybe it's time for a move. And so that's actually great exposure for these communities. Right. You have people who have a little bit more money in their pocket. They're a little older, maybe if their <laughs> friends are getting married and they go, wow, as they're slogging around on the pedal bikes they, around Nashville, I should move here. They are throwing money <laughs> around for sure. Inhibitions to the wind and all of a sudden. And they're looking at Zillow and what homes are available. <laughs> a lot can happen in I one mean, of those trips. I mean, if they trips. sell their bridesmaid t-shirt they'll never wear again, oh, they probably oh could gosh. buy a house. <laughs> oh, my God. So if we had to talk about any other brands. I mean, I would love to talk about California. Yeah? To be honest, Visit California was the first ad I can ever remember seeing as a kid for a state. And I always thought California was the coolest state. And then it was the only state marketing itself to me. Was it because the Terminator was in it? I mean, definitely. <laughs> but also now I'm realizing I think my concept of California was molded by Visit California. Wow. What the hell? What are you doing? Marketing. Living? What it are you works. living here? I have no idea. <laughs> They've always had this concept in their marketing of Visit California, more on tourism, less on economic development, centering on the idea of dreaming or dream big. I mean, think about how many people go to Hollywood to fulfill their dreams. They launched a $22.1 million campaign last year with a new spin on creative using celebrities, but they've been doing this with the celebrities in their backyard on that walk of stars for a very long time. I think we have a clip we can actually play. Let's play it. People think life in California is all fun and games. But it's really serious business. We have board meetings. Board meetings. Lots of board meetings. We run with the big dogs. Everything's a huge production. We're on the road. We're really just a bunch of pencil pushers. We work with some real characters. Hey, it's a dirty job. But someone's got to do it. So if California seems like your kind of work... We've got one question. When can you start? Start your trip at visitcalifornia.co.uk. When can you start? When can you start? That was also visitcalifornia.co.uk. Yes. So that was a UK-based Yes, and they have TV Australia spot. markets as well. <laughs> I'm so glad you pointed that out because it, it's a it's been a global campaign that they've been running. I thought you were going to say Pure Michigan because Pure Michigan is similar to the Find Your New campaign in the sense that they're showcasing all of these amazing visuals of all the great mm. stuff that's just waiting for you in Michigan. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably do I Love New York. I don't know what's more iconic. Iconic, maybe Virginia's for lovers. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it, I mean, that campaign has uh, has been going since 1969. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. No comment. Uh, it, you know, it makes for an interesting billboard. I don't know how many legs that campaign has, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I Love New York has also been co-branded. So JetBlue is now doing a thing teed up with New York. I love JetBlue. I love New York. Mm. So they've actually found some ways to really kind of cross promote that. But it really is an iconic, iconic brand that they've created. And it's funny because they're launching new campaigns, but I Love New York still does not go away. A great campaign shouldn't go anywhere. No, it definitely And you can shouldn't. run multiple campaigns concurrently to different audiences. 
One more before we move on that I have to say is Indiana actually launched in Indiana coming out of the pandemic with a large chunk of funding that they got. And one of my favorite quotes from the press release that they did at a NASCAR track to get the state back on track for tourism. Ooh, Ooh I know. It was bad. <laughs> this was my favorite quote. Research has shown that people have no perception of Indiana. That was where they're starting from. Wow. Which is like a beautiful blank slate. Better than having a negative perception. <laughs> it is. I mean, we could go all day. I feel like we could talk about what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But I think with that, <laughs> let's move on. And now for something completely different. So if we had to put this to work, on our last episode, we talked about major brands trying to win it in the Super Bowl. And now today we talked about how states are doing it to try to drive tourism and economic development. I think the takeaway here really is that you can win really at any level. And with digital marketing, it's never been easier. So how do we put this to work? First and foremost, a great campaign often just comes down to a good slogan or tagline and a logo. Next, it really comes down to emphasizing what makes your brand special to the audience that you're trying to communicate with. And you can communicate with multiple audiences, slightly differentiating the messaging that you're using. Next, it's really about using a diverse range of different channels, right? Out of home, in some cases, can really help support what you're doing over here from a digital marketing and social media perspective as well. And one piece of advice I would have is use experiences to create a more one-to-one -one connection with your target audience. Some of these brands are doing social media hashtags and other things to use user-generated content to just further deliver that marketing message. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's never been easier to get a campaign off the ground. And once you have a winner, like Virginia, you can keep it around forever. By following these strategies, brands can build a stronger relationship with their target audience and create an iconic identity that they can use for years. So if you had to take anything away from the episode. I think after getting through this episode, I need a vacation. And now I have some <laughs> ideas of where I could go. Well, you can take two weeks off, but we're going to need you back after that because then we're going to be producing another episode. Deal. Mine would be, it might take some imagination from our marketers listening, but there is something to take away from the do's and don'ts of these successful campaigns. And with that, we're out, folks. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, smash the subscribe button or listen wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> We're out of here.